0: Good morning. I'm Robin Shannon, and this is Fordham Conversations. In a job market that's improved but still bleak, a top-notch resume, cover letter, and strong interviewing skills are essential. But according to my guest today, there's another way to become the brand of choice for a company. Fordham professor Steve Horowitz teaches a course that not only examines the principles of public relations, but also demonstrates how job seekers can go through their own branding process and make themselves more appealing to potential employers. We also hear from Fordham students Lauren Hutt and Catherine Graham, who went through their own self-discovery process to uncover their personal brand. Good morning.
1: Good morning, and thank you for having us, Robin. It's really a pleasure uh, to be here with two outstanding students talking about a subject I'm very uh, passionate about.
0: And we do want to hear about their project, uh, but Professor, define branding for our audience.
1: Well, I think that uh, branding, uh, in its simplest uh, terms, is really the process that organizations or individuals can use to establish a precise image or an identity that you want for the public to have when they think, and in particular purchase or buy your product, your service, or your idea.
0: So what steps should someone take to begin developing their personal brand?
1: I, I condense the branding process, which is very complicated that organizations might use. And I, in, a, in a personal setting, uh, it becomes as simple on paper, at least, as saying to oneself: What are my core values? What is it that I really believe? What matters to me more than than anything else in this world? Secondly, what is my passion? What what if I? all things being equal, what would I do if I could do? What what was I born to do? Uh, it could be music. It could be art. It could be flying airplanes. Uh, and then it was a process of then saying, well, I, I'm passionate about a particular uh, area. Maybe I want to help people. Maybe I want to open businesses. Uh, whatever that overarching passion might be, Uh, Does it align itself? Uh, Do I have the values that should accompany that? And then thirdly, the whole process of what skills do I really possess? Many people aren't even aware they have so many skills. They have parenting skills, which make them very eligible to work with uh, uh, children and students and and seniors and all the other uh, needy groups that are out in our society. Uh, And finally, if it were taken to the actual interview process, resume writing, and cover letter writing, one eventually comes up with their brand. So each of us, inside of us, has a McDonald's, I'm loving it. So my question to my students was, who are you as a brand? I want you to go ahead and go through this process and tell me in the third person, who is Lauren, uh, who is Catherine as a product, Uh, so that they would then be able to carry that around basically for a lifetime. So when anybody ever asks you the question, tell me a little something about yourself, you've got an identity, and uh, it, in fact, becomes your brand. And the, the goal in establishing your brand is that when you are competing in this world, in terms of work and career in particular, there are many people out there, particularly in today's economy, who are seeking similar jobs, and they may have similar qualifications. So what is it that's going to separate you from the, from the other candidates? Or in other words, what is going to make you the brand of choice for that company, you and you alone?
0: Uh, so Lauren, tell me about yourself. What was your brand? How did you come up with it?
2: So my brand was for myself, Lauren, but I said I start out with most people call me love, So right off the bat, I shortened it short and sweet, low. In high school, people called me it. In college, people called me it.
0: It's nice and friendly. It's yeah. very friendly. Oh,
2: absolutely. It's like, I think that when you approach people by their first names, especially nicknames, it completely opens the door to, when people don't say "I have to call, to call me Miss Lauren or Miss Hut, low, it's just on the table. We're we're friends. We're friends now. Um. So, Friendly friendly with Robin now. And
0: I want to read this because I, I got a chuckle out of this. Please. Um, you said here, I value loyal friends. I place value in people who work hard even when they don't have to. I value hot towels right out of the dryer.
2: That I do. That I do. Um, it's so one of those simple it pleasures. Um, but it's actually one of the most important ones. And I should have act- not rearranged them, but it is just as important as I value loyal friends to which I put them in. I value, I value, I value because... It's so important to me. Um, My mom, when I was little, when I used to go out of the shower, she would have hot towels waiting for me. And my mom has four children, um, all within two years of each other. And she is just a phenomenal person. She is unbelievable. She's superwoman. Um, So when we're taking a shower for her to have time, to, she wakes up at 5.30 and goes to bed at 12.30. And I don't know how she does it, but she's unbelievable. But she took them out of the she puts fresh towels in the dryer i don't know if it shrinks them or loses their color but she doesn't care just as long as her children like have hot towels when they get out and she would she would just leave them in the bathroom it's We'd, a always nice leave comfort up. it is it was a comfort of home it's a comfort of my mom and it's just i i admire it like she always selflessly like even if she was eating she was sleeping she heard the shower she would do it and it, was and just,
0: it shows someone cares like does that extra step because they care
2: absolutely and it was just when our friends came over they remembered that and that was so like when i come to my house like in my house. Eventually, hopefully, if I have a family one day, I want people to come and be like, "Yo, your mom. She 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 uh, dries our towels for us if we shower there, right? So it's 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 nice. It's a comfort.
0: So how did you tw- turn that into your brand? What about that is a value for you?
2: I I pulled my mom out of that. I tried to incorporate mom my, my mom in the in the most important part. Um, my friends are my family, so I said that was um, general on the table. Um, people who work hard even if they don't have to. That's everyone I'm surrounded with. That's teachers, professionals, um, we'll get into it later, but I'm really into the sports field. And a lot of these people come from a lot of money. They come from a lot of opportunity. And they don't have to work these crazy weeks. They don't have to work 100-hour weeks, but they do it because they love it. And I, I really admire that. Um, I didn't grow up with much, but a lot of people around me did. And I, I loved seeing that even if they didn't have to work to make paycheck to get food on the table, they still did, and they made it seem like it was no big deal. Just like my mom, she had to, but she would be the one person you'd never think because the end, she would come out with a smile. You would never know she woke up at five thirty, started hula hooping. My mom hula hoops every morning, um,
0: <laughs> with rest. the kids or just just alone, always, just for always. exercise. Just for actually, or-
2: she thinks it works her core. Okay, she's she's crazy,
0: <laughs> and it does. Um, I heard it does. She,
2: right, that's what I heard too. So she's she's intelligent, <laughs> but she she still finds time with the dryer. And I just I wanted to, my mom is is a big value to me, and I admire her in the sense that. That's that's a value. So
0: that, going that, that extra step. That's something that it's you. It's something do. I,
2: I've seen that's influenced me, but it's something I want to be. It's just like the past and the future.
3: So, Catherine, how did you come up with your brand? So initially when I got the project, I spoke to one of my girlfriends and I was telling her like, oh, we have this great project in my public relations class and I've got a brand or come up with a brand for myself. So she was like, well, why don't you be a perfume like that's perfect? You can be, you know, lustrous and fragrance. And I was like, yeah, that's an easy way out. I said, I don't think that we're supposed to have a product. We are the product. So I had to kind of look at it and analyze. I looked at the passions, the core values, the skills, the goals. And uh, part of the project was that we had to encompass all four of these things into one sentence, one to two sentence, which was actually the branding statement, come up with the logo, and then in turn have a tagline for it. So what was your goal in coming up with this, uh, Catherine? My overall goal was to help people understand change, commit self-accountability and responsibility, be able to build action plans so that they can work their way through this, capture the big picture, improve the realistic choices in life and in business, personal, family, life, and provide a method to troubleshoot those barriers so that they can enhance their quality of life.
0: So going through this self-discovery, right, how has the process helped you, or has it?
3: The process has helped me a lot because it helped me realize exactly what my, my special talents are, what I'm good at, and how people view what I'm good at. Now, Lauren, I want to ask you the same question.
0: How has this process helped you?
2: in in a different way um actually but in, in a, i mean i guess equally valuable way um i guess mine was not as formal it, it probably wouldn't help me in a job interview but
0: but it did help you with this it sort of self discovery, correct?
2: Absolutely. Oh my gosh, it's been so great because I—I <laughs> I mean, again, I'm only 19. I have so—I m- have finals and I have a job and I'm <laughs> living on my, my own for the first time, so it's completely different. But I have written resumes and I have done um, this one thing that I think is the most thing, I- valuable thing I've ever learned. I always write thank you cards to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I handwrite write them, and I think that it's—it's it's such a loss. My
0: mom used to say the same thing: it's write that a, thank you card. And
2: people, especially my age, everyone's shooting a text, everyone's shooting an email, and I really think it's personal when it's handwritten, even if it's a few words um i signed my tagline of my whole um project was be good and um the essence of the story and i think that you'll get a kick out of this Um uh, my ex-boyfriend actually told me he got into a fight a huge fight and um it was over and And uh, he was like be good as if it was spiteful it was harsh um so i just i was heartbroken absolutely no way you
0: and he got into an argument we got into an, he- an argument, okay and he
2: was tot- t- talking to me and it was just you're this this wrong this wrong this wrong and you know be good lauren be good And it was so hurtful and so harsh. And I was heartbroken. I mean, I'm this 18-year-old girl, and I'm heartbroken. Right. But I took a few steps back, and I evaluated myself. And this was all going on at the same time. So, I mean, at the time, I was 18, 19, whatever. Right. Um, Evaluating it, and I was like, let me take this and just spin it into everything I want. Out of my life, out of my career, I'm only 19. Like,
0: so let me ask you, he he would hear you or see you sign "Be Good" because that was sort of like your tagline, and, right? And he and then he it. used it he against you it almost
2: against me. Oh. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know, but it's just so now it just means so much. The sense that someone would attack you with that, but it was such a I'm gonna whatever I do, whatever I become, I'm gonna be a good one. And you know what? You lost that, but it's not as out of spite anymore. It definitely it sums up who I am. Just whatever you are, just just be a good one. Be a good and person. Be good, be good, at, good at, at whatever it. you are
0: and whatever you and, do. And
2: really, it doesn't really matter what you become, but it matters who you become. And I think that someone said that, and it just stuck. Like, it sticks. And I'm, my actual logo is a coffee cup because that's it's it's me. It's me in a cup. You're good. <laughs> I'm going to be good at I whatever you good, do, and it's be good, period. Which is like so harsh, it like sticks it.
1: And who doesn't love coffee? <gasps>
2: exactly, <laughs> Dr. Harwood.
1: Yeah, and I'm loving that uh, play on words about uh, that's me in a cup. Because uh, uh, Lauren's winning entry in our branding contest was "Life is short, enjoy the coffee, and of course, be good." So, um, I mean, I think for any uh, any any employers, any any uh, people in her professional life, and certainly her personal life, are going to recognize just uh, just how. Uh, how how fantastic she is in her uh, in her passion for life itself and helping people. One point I think that's really uh, important for me to to make here is that I think this branding piece uh, is also illustrative of Fordham's branding of itself in a sense. Because uh, one of the philosophies about Fordham that I've I've garnered after a couple of years of being here uh, is that Fordham recognizes traditional values, but is also very open and flexible to using innovative uh, strategies such as the kind we developed in this course uh... in order to promote the whole individual and with the ultimate goal of doing good for society and community and family and i think that's very much a Fordham tradition so i was very pleased to see that this uh... this kind of an activity fit in so well with that and also the the Fordham idea of building excellence and having students really take the knowledge that's being gained And examining it from a self-discovery point of view, examining concepts, gaining information, gaining enlightenment, epiphanies, if you will, connecting it with other things they've learned in their lives so that they can develop this confidence that's going to take them successfully forward into their futures.
2: Um, I just want to add that uh, even though it wasn't a, a professional thing that would help me, like I would never hand this in as a resume and be like, "Yeah, hi, I'm low. Here's a cup of coffee." <laughs> um, but, that would get
0: you a job here. I mean,
2: that I mean, would I mean, get you a job you here. Know <laughs> <what>? <laughs> it might, it might, right? It if you, if you, if you can uh, make a good cup of coffee, that'll coffee. get you,
0: that'll get you a go- um, job here. And
2: I, not to say it has not, it definitely has helped me to know how to make coffee and know a good cup <laughs> of coffee. But um, it, it kind of. It was, like, a stress relief. It was just, like, a therapeutic, like, what am I good at? Let me put it all on paper. And it was kind of like a like a high five, like, slapping a million angels, you know? Like, like this is awesome. Like, it was, it fit like, a few of my things. Efficiency is key. Surrounding myself with good people. I'm like, these are my strengths. If I start utilizing them more, now that they're on paper, it was just like, Lauren, you have this. You know what you are or you want to be. And I think that it was, like, as much as this is myself, it's also goals. Like, return to this if you at one time were, um, and just remember that this is who you are or who you want to be. And you like can. Like if you
0: veer off the path, remember, be exactly. good. Exactly. It's
2: right. Be good. Right? And it's honestly, so I hear
0: it almost like the just do it from Nike because mm-hmm. it can be self-interpreted. Like you interpret it one way, but be good is sort of a, a saying for all of us to remind ourselves, be good at what we do. Be good at who we are. And be a good Be person. good at what we want and, and be, be a, a good, good person. person.
2: Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what job you have. If, it's, if you are not a good person... How are, it that's who you radiate. You are who you hang out with. Like, yeah. I, like, want to surround myself with good people. So if they're going to be good and I'm going to be good, then we can all enjoy coffee together. Right. <laughs> and that's what
1: that is. <laughs> Dr. Harwitz? Yeah, I, I think I'd like to also add a very special point. Uh, given the time uh, that we New Yorkers are experiencing right now, the tragedies that we've gone through, um, and um, – I wanted to make the point that people who are out there, and uh, my heart has gone out to my fellow New Yorkers and in, the, in and up and down the eastern seaboard, that um, this is the time where, um, even though things are quite difficult, uh, this could be the time where you take stock. Uh, you may have lost a job because of what has taken place. You may have, in addition to the more important things of losing. Home and and so forth, but it can be a can be an opportunity for those out there who are needing jobs in this um, tough economy, or who are thinking of career changes. So your listening uh, audience uh, can 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 recognize from our discussion that they 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 have a process here that they can examine. Keeping in mind that they themselves are a product, a good product, they just have to delve into uh, some of the values, their passions, and this may help trigger for them, as it does with our students at Fordham, a, a career path and I really hope this can be helpful in, in helping in helping them do so.
0: This is Fordham Conversations on 90.7 WFUV. I'm Robin Shannon. Today I'm talking with Fordham Public Relations Professor Steve Horowitz and a couple of his students, Lauren Hutt and Catherine Graham. They're here to talk about the best way to brand yourself for success in the job market. So, uh, Professor Horowitz, what I'd like to do is have you... Help me develop my brand and do it in a way that our listeners can follow this step-by-step rule if they're looking for a new job or if they're uh, looking to change jobs or if they're out of work right now. So can you help me develop my brand?
1: You bet. Okay, here we go, Robin. So what's the first thing I need to do? Right from the top, I'd uh, like you to uh, think uh, thoughtfully about your passions forget everything else in life your qualifications your background your culture what is it in life that makes your blood move what are some of the uh, areas
0: I like to help people mm-hmm. i like to Lauren help me out
2: don't be so serious what do you like to eat what is your favorite food what's your color then then that's that's your passion <laughs> if it's like you know mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be so cut and dry okay mm-hmm.
3: and lobster also in body something else you 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 like indulgence you like to feel good yes you like nourishment Ooh, yes i do <laughs> yes i do <laughs> so that's okay that's part of your passion so you should like i
0: write down indulgence? absolutely okay um, so we got helping people we got uh indulgence
1: uh, could be adventure could be uh, travel i like to mm-hmm. travel that's i don't that's do a big it one. That's a big i don't one. do it but i like to travel that's okay. what is that showing you that you got to travel more. I really do.
0: I haven't been on vacation in 10 years.
1: Okay, okay and you can see what end, what ends <laughs> up happening here. This is a process that doesn't have a time limit on it. Okay. It's yours and yours alone. There's no right or wrong answer. It's really a self-discovery about who is Robin in terms of what makes Robin's blood move, what, what when she gets up in the morning, if she could be an astronaut or a... Uh,
0: a reporter. I like a being reporter. a reporter.
1: You bet. So the first step is to, to define my
0: passion, which is helping people, and, in, and indulgence, I guess, that's that's what you guys are telling me. And
3: travel has to do with discovery. Okay. You like to see the world. Do you want to see more? You want to do more. Okay. Discovery works.
0: I do like to uncover things. I like to know things. So you're
3: investigative.
0: Okay, okay. so
1: you're an explorer. You're in the you right know. field. <laughs> and and that being said, you would go through this list even when we're off the air and you would you would you would what would happen, Robin, that is so um exciting is you would begin to uncover things you weren't initially aware of, and you would begin making connections, and you would be uh, beginning to get a deeper understanding of where some of these passions may have come from uh, culturally or uh, in your DNA, for example. Then you would move on and say, now, what do I value? Okay. Which is somewhat different than a passion. It's what are my ethics? What are my beliefs? What, what at, the, at my core do I matters to me?
0: I value uh, friendship. Mm-hmm. I value um honor. Mm-hmm. I value, um, actually, I'm thinking about my, my boss, to be honest, because he's a very patient and kind person. So I, I value kindness is
1: a big one.
0: and responsibility. I like people who, who are responsible.
1: So now you have a sense of what, what matters to you. So now you're in the process of saying, okay, I'm passionate about A, B, and C, uh, and I truly embrace the, these sort of values of integrity and honesty and uh, kindness and so on. Now what you would do is say, now, what do I do well what do I do well? Specifically.
0: Ooh, what do I do well? Uh, I hope I did this interview well. Uh- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Communication, then. Uh, so
0: I hope I communicate effectively. Absolutely. Um. Uh, oh, that's a hard one.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can be, but... Uh, there are things that you do on a on a regular basis, for example, that that almost make it um, uh, uh, that where you're not aware of it. For example, in doing this interview, you organizational skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm to- a,
0: I'm an organizing fiend.
2: You offered me water, and I was parched. Uh, you were- that was awesome. <laughs> so look, that's that's hospitable. Okay, you are, um, I'm hospitable. Right. Thank you, guys. You're,
1: you're analytical. Analyzing. I am analytical. You must be in order to have a sequence. Well, how should I present this particular interview? Who should I start with first? Sometimes what are the main I'm more points? analytical, so than you're I able to, to sort through a lot of minutia and get to the kernels uh, of um, of excitement for your listening audience. So as you begin, you can see as we do this process, more and more and more of this becomes revealed to you, and that's the power of this process. Now, if in fact you or your listening audience were to be doing this and now we're seeking an actual job for example mm-hmm. they would then take these and they would condense it because in any interview as you know there are time limits and this is where you would want to condense and, and establish your branding statement so for example uh, we've just gone through three, three phases for you Robin mm-hmm. uh, if I were to ask you and this is a tough tough question because I know uh, that Catherine told me it took hours and hours to, <laughs> re- to condense all of this into a two-sentence branding statement. So if you were describing Robin yourself in the third person, what would you say about Robin?
0: I would say Robin is a helpful, friendly person who values kindness and honesty, who's analytical and tenacious and hospitable.
1: Well, let me tell you, if I am an employer and you came in to an interview and you made that very brief statement, I, for one, would be extremely impressed because many people flounder around trying to figure out the answer to that question. And within about a minute or two, you've already created a branding statement. Now, later on for fun, because, again, this is not a course in graphic arts, but it was fun to ask students to play around with visuals. You know, as they see so many logos out there as they and travel And what their around. logo would be. Yeah, and I would ask you then to imagine uh, a logo that might uh, personify Robin that could be uh, along with a little tagline, you know, which would be your branding statement even more reduced into the I'm loving it. Uh, McDonald's Robin example.
0: Well, I hate to take Lauren's, but I would love a cup of coffee. I would, <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows I'm like the coffee queen here. <laughs> this is
2: why we work. This is why we work.
0: <laughs> so now I would just I would go from there, come up with a, a, a logo, and Absolutely. then come up with. A, now, how does that help in the process? Does it just help you? Because you wouldn't necessarily put that on your your resume, you probably would you? Shouldn't or, put that
2: on resume. <laughs> well, you know, uh,
1: you know, it's interesting because lots of things happening. Uh, once upon a time, I took a public relations seminar because I was urged to do so because I didn't even recognize I had that potential. And uh, sometimes you just find out that uh, there are things out there that you are not only passionate about and interested about, but also have a a, a, a skill ability. Like you may become a graphic artist. So this idea of exposing our students to all the aspects of public relations, even if it's relatively brief, uh, because we never know where it leads. Uh, In the immediate part of the uh, assignment, so to speak, it was to literally visualize what might this look like for you. And in doing so, there's also a discovery. Uh in this turn case it's uh visual. And in some cases some of these uh logos were just so outstanding. I-, I-, I tell you I would recommend that certain people put them on their cover letters and their in and their um applications.
0: Or at least their their their
1: tagline. Yeah, because you have to remember, uh as with any marketing uh, uh, and in your case, for example, at a, at a at a media station, a radio station, you must get hundreds of uh, media releases where people are competing in order to oh, get, yeah. uh, as we're doing, some airtime. You've got to make that decision almost almost immediately: which ones are interesting, which ones aren't. So I'm an advocate for a person who, if they have that uh, that branding statement at the top of their cover letter, at the top of their application, or someplace there even with a logo, could very well be the attention getter that allows that employer to keep them in the running uh, while the others are being uh, being ruled out.
0: Lauren?
2: So how do you take your coffee in the event that I need to release something to the media? <laughs> yeah. Because I think that's just, like, really Milk and extra me. sweet. Right. <laughs> just note it. Just note it.
0: <laughs> so, Professor, how would I take the phasing Of the branding process, the passion, I went through that, the values um, and what I do well. How would I take that and then turn it into my catchphrase? Mm. How do I know what pieces are the most important to stand
3: out? That was my struggle. Was it? How did you get through it? Part of the assignment was the professor advised that we take a little bit out of each, a little bit out of your passion, a little bit out of your values, your expertise and your goals and create an entire sentence of it. And from that sentence, that you create your tagline out of. So with everything that I've read to you, my actual branding statement itself was transitioning lives encounter many changes. Direction and understanding change is essential to enhancing quality of life. So with that, I took the transition from my passion. I took change out of my values. I took direction and understanding out of my goals and I put it together. And that's how I came to that. The fact that you needed that quality of life. That's a goal for me to have quality of life. I I need direction. That's what I'm good at. I need to drive change. And I'm passionate about transition and changing lives and making everything work out for itself. And your
0: tagline was "Changing lives need direction."
3: Simple and sweet, mm-hmm. because it's true and it's honest. It's like Professor says, I'm loving it, Professor Harwood.
1: Yeah, and I and I would just uh, and I would just add that this is not an easy process. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So this again is designed for that person to um, articulate that they, in fact. Um, are different from perhaps other people in that they're able to see a bigger picture and they're able to articulate it either verbally or visually to say and uh, present themselves as a brand, as a product of choice. So your homework, Robin, for this evening uh, won't be an easy one. So uh, you'll be, uh, we'll be expecting to hear. or you uh, letting your listeners know at some future time what exactly your <laughs> brand, brand is, is and your tagline? I'm and sure Lauren and, be oh, <laughs> Lauren and Catherine I'll will help with that. Nothing less than outstanding. Absolutely, Lauren and Catherine will help me the with that one. <laughs>
3: and, we'll <just> be great. <laughs> and this is something you take with you. You consistently have this with you. You now know your values. You know your passions. You know what you want. And just like you were able to just articulate that right off the top of your head without any practice any problems? And that's a question, like Professor said, people struggle at. I know I've been on interviews. Lauren and I are very different. Like, I'm a non-traditional student. She's 19. I'm 30. So there's a big difference. But we both learned a valuable lesson across the board. And I think that says a lot, especially with Fordham's diverse range in you know, the population of the students. We're different, but there's still a message. It hasn't changed. You need to know who you are. You need to know what you want. And you need to be able to Put that into at least one page, four phrases, four statements, and
2: say this is who I am, and go for it. Lauren, um, I was again, I guess, build off that. Um, like Fordham, with this was the first online class I've taken. Um, I'm a traditional student for the most part. Um, so when I was eight, offered to take it with my crazy schedule, it was it would definitely fit in the mix but my ta- my ta- my statement was be good but my like whole tagline was um simply speaking so i pulled that from my passions i like one of my passions was simplicity and i think that that's the best it's key to being happy everything the little things will make you the happiest um but my tagline was simply speaking you'll sleep when you're dead and um, that actually it brings you back to the coffee and it brings you back to my I I like efficiency I don't like sleeping um I try to work my hardest and I think that if I put that on a resume it would be a bit of woody humor but it would portray so much that they'd Mm -hmm. ask you about it and I could go for days talking to you why I don't believe in sleep or why my personal reasons for it but just in general when you don't sleep you get more accomplished and it brings you to coffee and it brings me back to my mom and how she doesn't sleep and it encompasses so much in that one tagline. So if you can get that tagline and just say, "Wow, like that encompasses everything I want to say." Boom, you have it.
0: Are there any final words or final comments or final suggestions or maybe advice for I think our you listeners?
3: You should do it. I think you should give it a try mm-hmm. because you'll learn a lot about yourself. This was definitely Self-discovery, self-actualization, and uh, I want to say that it's going to help me now, and it's going to help me in the future, and maybe help the people who are around me, because anyone asks, I can say, this is what you need to do to figure out what you really want. I
1: I think my final comment would be to remind your listening uh, audience that... um No one out there should feel intimidated. You have strengths and you have passions and you have values and you have skills. And uh, there are places like Fordham University that have these courses at whatever stage you're at. And I I advocate that you take advantage of that and go out and uh, go get them.
0: My thanks to Professor Steve Horowitz and Fordham students Lauren Hutt and Catherine Graham. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd also like to thank my producer, Alan Kanlick. This has been Fordham Conversations on 90.7 WFUV. You can hear Fordham Conversations every Saturday at 7 a.m. You can also friend us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and catch up on past shows with our weekly podcast. Stay with us, George Bodarki and Cityscaper next. For Fordham Conversations, I'm Robin Shannon.